0: We are continuing on with our reading of the Bible. Um, We have uh, read Matthew and Mark and now we're in Luke. And so let me delve right into it here. We are going to be starting off with Luke 9. And we're going to be reading Luke 9 and 10 today. So um, if you would like to follow along, just get your Bibles. If not, you just like to listen. That is great too. And again, this is your girl, St. Octavia, founder, director, and CEO of www.saintsunited.org. And um, let's get right into this. um, Chapter 9, Ministry of the Twelve. Now, Jesus called together the twelve disciples and gave them the right to exercise power and authority over all the demons and to heal diseases. Then he sent them out on a brief journey to preach the kingdom of God and to perform healing and he said to them take nothing for your journey that you might encumber that might encumber you neither a walking stick nor a bag nor bread nor money and do not even have two tunics apiece. Whatever house you enter, stay there until you leave that city. Go to another to go to another. And as for all those who do not welcome you when you leave that city, shake the dust off your feet, breaking all ties with them as a testimony against them, that they rejected my message. So they began going from village to village, preaching the gospel and healing the sick everywhere. Now Herod Antipas, the tetriarch, who governed a portion of Palestine, including Galilee and Perea, heard about all that was being done by Jesus. And he was thoroughly perplexed because it was said by some that John the Baptist, whom he had ordered beheaded had been raised from the dead, and by others, that Elijah had appeared, and by others, that one of the other prophets of old had been resurrected. Herod said, I personally had John beheaded. Who is this man about whom I hear such things? And he kept trying to see Jesus. When the apostles returned, they told him all that they had done. He took them with him, and was privately, and he privately withdrew across the Jordan to a city called Bethsaida. But when the crowds learned of it, they followed him, and he welcomed them, and he began talking to them about the kingdom of God, and healing those who needed to be healed. Five thousand fed. Now the day was ending, and the twelve disciples came and said to him, send the crowd away so that they may go into the surrounding villages and countryside and find lodging and get provisions because here we are in an isolated place. But he said to them, you give them something to eat. They said, we have no more than five loaves and two fish, unless perhaps we go and buy food for all these people. For there were about 5,000 men. And he said to his disciples, have them sit down to eat in groups of about 50 each. They did so and had them all sit down. Then he took the five loaves and two fish and he looked up to heaven and gave thanks and blessed them and broke them and kept giving them to the disciples to set before the crowd. They all ate and were completely satisfied and the broken pieces which they had left over were abundant and were picked up 12 baskets full now it happened that as Jesus was praying privately the disciples were with him and he asked them who do the crowds say that i am they answered john the baptist and some say elijah but others that one of the ancient prophets has come back to life he said to them but who do you say that I am Peter replied the Christ the Messiah the anointed of God but he strictly warned and admonished them not to tell this to anyone saying the son of man must suffer many things and be rejected as the Messiah by the elders and the chief priests and scribes Sanhedrin Jewish high court and be put to death And on the third day, be raised up from death to life. And he was saying to them all, if anyone wishes to follow me as my disciple, he must deny himself, set aside selfish interests and take up his cross daily, expressing a willingness to endure whatever may come and follow me, believing in me. Conforming to my example in living and, if need be, suffering or perhaps dying because of faith in me. For whoever wishes to save his life in this world will eventually lose it through death. But whoever loses his life in this world for my sake, he is the one who will save it from the consequences of sin and separation. god for what does it profit a man if he gains the whole world wealth fame success and loses or forfeits himself for what for whoever is ashamed here and now of me and my words the son of man will be ashamed of him when he comes in his glory and the glory of the heavenly father and of the holy angels but i tell you truthfully There are some among those standing here who will not taste death before they see the kingdom of God. The Transfiguration. Now, about eight days after these teachings, he took along Peter and John and James and went up on the mountain to pray. And he was praying. The appearance of his face became different, actually transformed, and his clothing became white and flashing with brilliance of lightning. And behold, two men were talking with him, and they were Moses and Elijah, who appeared in glory and were speaking of his departure from earthly life, which he was about to bring to fulfillment at Jerusalem. Now Peter and those who were with him had been overcome with sleep, but when they were fully awake, they saw his glory in splendor, In majesty and the two men who were standing with him and as these men moses and elijah were leaving him peter said to jesus master it is delightful and good for us to be here we should make three sacred tents one for you one for moses and one for elijah not realizing what he was saying but even as he was saying this The cloud formed and began to overshadow them, and they were greatly afraid as they entered the cloud. When a voice came out of the cloud, saying, This is my beloved Son, my chosen one. Listen and obey and yield to him. When the voice had ceased, Jesus was found there alone. And they kept silent and told no one at that time, any of the things which they had seen concerning the divine manifestation on the next day when they came down from the mountain a large crowd met him and a man from the crowd shouted for help teacher i beg you to look at my son because he is my only child and a spirit seizes him and suddenly he cries out and it throws him into a convulsion so that he foams at the mouth and only with great difficulty does it leave him mauling and bruising him as it leaves i begged your disciples to cast it out but they don't they could not jesus answered you unbelieving and perverted generation how long shall i be with you and put up with Bring your son here to me. Even while the boy was coming, the demon slammed him down and threw him into a violent convulsion. But Jesus rebuked the unclean spirit and healed the boy and gave him back to his father. They were all amazed, practically overwhelmed at the evidence of the greatness of God and his majesty and his wondrous work. But while they were still awed by everything Jesus was doing, he said to his disciples, Let these words sink into your ears. The Son of Man is going to be betrayed and handed over to men, Who are his enemies? However, they did not understand this statement. Its meaning was kept hidden from them so that they would not grasp it and they were afraid to ask him about it. The test of greatness. An argument started among them as to which of them might be the greatest, surpassing the others in esteem and authority. But Jesus, knowing what they were thinking in their heart, took a child and had him stand beside him. And he told them, Whoever welcomes this child in my name welcomes me and whoever welcomes me also welcomes him who sent me. For the one who is least among all of you, that is the one who is genuinely humble, the one with a realistic self-view. He is the one who is truly great. John replied, Master, we saw someone driving out demons in your name, and we tried to stop him because he does not follow along with us. But Jesus told him, Do not stop him, for he who is not against you is for you. Now, when the time was approaching for him to be taken up to heaven, he was determined to go to Jerusalem to fulfill his purpose. He sent messengers on ahead of him, and they went into a Samaritan village to make arrangements for him. But the people would not welcome him because he was traveling toward Jerusalem when his disciples James and John saw this they said Lord do you want us to be command do you want us to command fire to come down from heaven and destroy them but he turned and rebuked them and he said you do not know what kind of spirit you are for the son of man did not come to destroy men's lives but to save them And they journeyed on to another village, exacting discipleship. As they were going along the road, someone said to him, I will follow you wherever you go. And Jesus told him, foxes have holes and the birds of the air have nests. But the son of man has no place to lay his head. He said to another, follow me, accepting me as master and teacher. But he said, Lord, allow me first to go and bury my father. But he said to him, allow the spiritually dead to bury their own dead. But as for you, go and spread the news about the kingdom of God. Another also said, I will follow you Lord as your disciple, but first let me say goodbye to those at my house. But Jesus said to him, no one who puts his hand the plow and looks back to the things left behind, is fit for the kingdom of God. The Seventy Sent Out, Chapter 10 Now, after this, the Lord appointed seventy others and sent them out ahead of him, two by two, into every city and place where he was about to go. He was saying to them, The harvest is abundant, for there are many Who need to hear the good news about salvation, but the workers, those available to proclaim the message of salvation, are few. Therefore, prayerfully ask the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. Go your way, listen carefully. I am sending you out like lambs among wolves. Do not carry a money belt. A provision bag or extra sandals and do not greet anyone along the way who would delay you whatever house you enter first say peace that is a blessing of well-being and prosperity the favor of God to this house and if anyone of peace is there someone who is sweet-spirited and hospitable Your blessing of peace will rest on him, but if not, it will return to you. Stay in that house, eating and drinking what they provide, for the laborer is worthy of his wages. Do not move from house to house whenever you go into a city and they welcome you. Eat what is set before you and heal those in it who are sick, authenticating your message and say to them the kingdom of God has come near to you. But whatever city you enter and they do not welcome you, go out into the streets and say, even the dust of your city which clings to your to our feet, we wipe off and protest against you, breaking all ties. Yet, understand this, that the kingdom of God has come near and you rejected it. I tell you, it will be more bearable in that day of judgment for Sodom than for that city. Woe, judgment is coming to you. Shorazin, woe to you Bethsaida, for if the miracles performed in you had been performed in Tyre and Sodom, they would have repented and changed their minds long ago. Sitting in sackcloth and ashes, to show deep regret for sin. However, it will be more tolerable for Tyre and Sidon in the judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, will not be exalted to heaven, will you? You will descend to Hades, the realm of the dead. The one who listens to you listens to me, and the one who rejects you rejects me, and the one who rejects me rejects him. My heavenly father, who sent me, the joyous results. The 70 returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. He said to them, I watched Satan fall from heaven like a flash of lightning. Listen carefully, I have given you authority that you now possess to tread on serpents and scorpions and the ability to exercise authority. Over all the power of the enemy, Satan, and nothing will in any way harm you. Nevertheless, do not reject at this; Do not rejoice at this. The spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that your names are recorded in heaven. In that very hour, he was overjoyed and rejoiced greatly in the Holy Spirit. And he said, I praise you, O Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things relating to salvation from the wise and intelligent and have revealed them to infants, the childlike and untaught. Yes, Father, for this way was your gracious will and choice and was well-pleasing in your sight. All things have been transferred and turned over to me by my Father. And no one knows who the Son is except the Father, or who the Father is except the Son. And anyone to whom the Son wishes to reveal him, then turning to his disciples, Jesus said privately, Blessed, joyful, spiritually enlightened and favored by God are the eyes which see what you see. For I say to you that many prophets and kings long to see what you see, and they did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. And a certain lawyer, an expert in Mosaic law, stood up to test him, saying, Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, What is written in the law? How do you read it? And he replied, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength and with all your mind and your neighbor as yourself. Jesus said to him, You have answered correctly. Do this habitually and you will live. But he, wishing to justify and vindicate himself, asked Jesus, and who is my neighbor? Parable of the Good Samaritan. Jesus replied, a man was going down from Jerusalem to Jericho, and he entered robbers, and he encountered robbers who stripped him of his clothes and belongings, beat him and went their way unconcerned, leaving him half dead. Now, by coincidence, a priest was going down the road, and when he saw him, he passed by on the other side. Likewise, a Levite also came down to the place and saw him and passed by on the other side of the road. But a Samaritan foreigner who was traveling Came upon him, and when he saw him, he was deeply moved with compassion for him and went to him and bandaged up his wounds, pouring oil and wine on them to soothe and disinfect the injuries. And he put him on his own pack animal and brought him to an inn and took care of him. On the next day, he took out two denarii, two days' wages, and gave them to the innkeeper and said, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, I will repay you when I return. Which of these three do you think proved himself a neighbor to the man who encountered the robbers? He answered, The one who showed compassion and mercy to him. Then Jesus said to him, Go. Go. And constantly do the same Martha and Mary now while they were on their way Jesus entered a village called Bethany and a woman named Martha welcomed him into her home she had a sister named Mary who seated herself at the Lord's feet and was continually listening to his teaching But Martha was very busy and distracted with all of her serving responsibilities, and she approached him and said, Lord, is it of no concern to you that my sister has left me to do the serving alone? Tell her to help me and do her part. But the Lord replied to her, Martha. Martha, you are worried and bothered and anxious about so many things, but only one thing is necessary. For Mary has chosen the good part that which is to her advantage, which will not be taken away from her. Amen. So that is Luke nine and ten. What a blessed word, brothers and sisters in Christ. I pray that that blesses your spirit and that you continue reading and that the word of the Lord enriches your spirit and your soul and your heart and your mind. Amen. All right. Well, until next time, I am continually praying for you in the Lord and giving God praise and the thanks humbly bowing before his throne and exalting him and keeping him first brothers and sisters I love you with the love of Christ and again this is St. Octavia founder, director and CEO of www.saintsunited.org I pray that you are able to send in your prayer request to saintsunited.org at gmail.com if you um possess the ability to send it in through fax the fax number is 812-714-0098 and someone will be thankful and grateful to pray for you in the name of God have a blessed day